Like that? That's me syncing it up. What's up? What's up, everybody? Oh, shit. Let me turn on my 20-minute timer because my camera camera sucks. If anyone knows how to fix that, let me know. Yeah, look, I know that you're probably mad at me. I know that. I know that, okay? I'm mad at myself. I know I haven't put an episode out since November 29th, 2019. Okay? All right? That was several months ago and you're probably like who who the who the frick does this guy think that he is coming back like this after a th- several month hiatus and and just who who does he think he is coming back to our lives like that? Well, you know who I am? I'm 109 plus daddy, okay? I'm going to change all of my usernames to that. All of my usernames. I changed that on Facebook. So you can find me 109 plus daddy. Just type in facebook.com slash 109 plus daddy. What's going on? What's going on? I'm back. Because, you know, you know what I've been doing since, since, the cheese touch virus. I'm not. I'm not even gonna respect it. Okay, I'm not even gonna respect it and call it, you know, SARS CoV two, or like anything like that. What I'm gonna say it's the cheese touch, and everyone knows what the cheese touch is. Okay, so ever since the cheese touch virus, which was what I would let's just say solid two months since since the end of February. Pretty much through March, and now we're in April. It's been pretty, pretty wild. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, shit. Let's just recap. Let's recap from November 29th. Shut up. Since November 29th. Okay. So let's just, well, let's do a little recap. Recap! Um, November 29th. That was like right after Thanksgiving. I hadn't put one out. Uh, then we went into December. I don't think. I don't remember. Let me let me check. Let me check my Instagram because my Instagram. I typically have like a good, a good sense of time on like what's been happening. Okay. December third, baby. December third. What's this? December 2nd. Okay. So we did episode 29. Featuring Bailey. On the 27th. That was One Day You May. And then came back with the Thanksgiving Living. What was I doing with training? Training was... I think training was... Yeah, training was kind of going well. It was coming back. I pretty... I'm always hurt, you know. Fuck it, whatever. I'm coming back. I went to Disneyland on December third. Uh, I got the annual pass, which is pretty much a, a fucking waste now. Can you imagine? Every Southern California person who has a, a a a pass to to Disneyland right now, they're just pumping money away to the uh, to the mouse. And and all they're gonna do is just give us extra days back later, Pfft, whack. So went to Disneyland. Um, went to go watch some fucking lights. And yeah, I've just really been, just really been grinding away. I didn't. I. What is this? I had some injury. I can't... I, I don't even remember what injury was. It must have been that fucking stupid one where I hurt myself at the park hitting baseball. Hitting softballs or some shit. Because, look. December 23rd, I did my first 180 clean and jerk back after a while, apparently. Okay. So, let's pick it up. Let's pick it up. 
right at the new year. I'm looking at my Instagram, everybody, WL underscore CZAR. Uh, I'm looking at my Instagram right now just to just to kind of get a timeline of what's been happening. Um, okay, so January 6th, I hit a 140 snatch. First time since September. So, obviously... Obviously, something was going on. I don't even remember. Uh, and then I hit a 145 snatch uh, on January 7th. So, like, the next day? What? Okay, but this was all going up to prep to U25. To the U25 National Championships. Uh, oh, that was cool. Midway through, or like the first week of January, did this really cool little thing where Bailey and I went to Disneyland. Went to Disneyland. <laughs> Fucking chump. Uh, went to Disneyland, and then we stopped by one of our one of our favorite gyms to pop by. And that's Rep Max Performance up in up like literally down the street from it. Um, hit a hit a PR front squat, 273 kilograms, which is 600 pounds on a front squat, bro. The same day, that same day, that same day I hit a 180 snatch balance PR too. And then like right after we went back to Disneyland, that was pretty fun. I was hyped up the second time. I was just like walking around, just big man walking, just like, just, you can't see me if you want to you can see it on, on, on YouTube. But I was just like, <clears throat> just walking around. Cause I was just big and buff. I, you know, sometimes, sometimes I catch myself thinking like, man, I'm like the strongest person here. That day at Disneyland, there was like a 99% chance that I was like the strongest person there. And you could take that to the bank. January 9th, it, any, any powerlifters, any strongman, any, anybody else that was there at the same day, hit me up. We can, let's start like a Disneyland squad where we go and just be strong. Um, also, oh yeah, the prep up to that, I remember the prep up to U25 was pretty, was pretty, pretty gas, pretty fire because I had hit, I think 190 kilos on clean and jerk twice, two separate times throughout that cycle. I'd never done that before. I'd never, I'd maybe clean and jerk, maybe a hundred and up to that point, it was like 187. 188 was my best. Oh no 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 no! I hit 190 at rep max, and that was like my max. And I, I only ever made that lift one time. And then the cycle afterwards, I hit it twice. Um, I hit I hit 190 twice. So that was pretty interesting, you know, coming back and getting stronger after an injury. It's you know just the shit that happens. But um, I hit 190 two different times in one cycle, which was really cool. And then, uh, and then, oh, Bailey, <laughs> Bailey turned 23. She turned 23. That was February. So now we're in February, guys. Um, and then, uh, where is it at? Then we went out to U25 and that was February 6th to, I believe the, uh, the 11th, the 10th, like 6th to the 11th. Well, we were out there from, like, the 6th to the 11th. What day did I post this? Oh, the 12th. <laughs> um, yeah, we were out there. Bailey and I both went out there. We both competed. Training cycle up to that point was pretty interesting, pretty pretty cool. Like I said, I hit, I hit some numbers that I hadn't planned on hitting before. And then uh, Bailey went that Saturday. Bailey went that Saturday, and then I went that I went the following, like you know, the next day that that Sunday. It was really cool. We had a lot of family come out um, to watch us. But it was, you know, the, the crazy thing about this was this was around the same time where they had like their first or second confirmed case of the cheese touch out in like that Alameda Pleasanton area. So we were flying into flying into the war zone. That's what was going on. Um, what happened? What happened at U25? I did pretty good. 
at U25. I took home I took home the dub. Had to, I had to take home the dub. I had to fucking I mean I really had to bust out with it because I had kind of biffed myself on snatches. I hit like 138 and then missed 143 both times. And then uh and then came right back with clean and jerk and I opened up I think it was like 186 or like 188 something like that. Uh and then that put me ahead by a little bit, but my my big buddy, my big buddy Lawrence, Lawrence O'Hara, he's a SoCal SoCal weightlifter, another big one or another 109 plus king. 109 plus kings. Um he came back, I mean he came back and he I think he had like a PR clean at 190 just to, you know, just to put himself ahead of everyone else and give me some some pressure. He had a PR clean and missed a jerk. And that, that was pretty shitty. I was I was kind of rooting for him just to, you know, just to show out and bust out. Because we're about the same age. Um, but he's, yeah, he's a really strong, really strong cat. But I hit a 186 or 188, one of those two. And then I went to 191. Clean jerked. Cleaned it. Clean 191. Um, PR clean. So that was that was cool. Like all-time PR clean. And then, uh, and then I jerked it and made it. And that put me ahead. So that put me ahead with like a 138, 190. So like 328 total, which is by far one of like the most average totals I've ever had at a competition. But it was just enough to kind of squeak out, squeak out a, a gold medal in clean and jerk. No medal in snatch. <laughs> Good. I can't, can't, can't snatch that and expect a medal. And then uh, gold in total. So I, I came home with... Um, with those two. So that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we had family come out. We had family come out, uh, Bailey's family and some of my family come out to watch us there. So that was, that was really fun. Um, it was cool. We stayed at the, we stayed at the, the AC hotel that was right down, right down the, uh, like a little, it was, it was definitely walking distance from like the target and the, uh, and a shopping center. So Bailey and I were walking back and forth a lot. And I know what you're thinking. <laughs> what are you talking about? Big, big fat boy like you is going to be walking. Yeah, I did. And then we took a bunch of Ubers all over the place. Um, so that was, that was uh U25s. And then, you know, after U25, after U25, it was just kind of getting back on that, on that training cycle and the training grind. Cause coming back, we were prepping for nationals nationals 2020 out in um lombard illinois <laughs> and then shit started getting like pretty wild uh you know i had come back i was i was training i i had gotten i got a new job well i was i was still working both places in my retail spot but i was <laughs> finally started branching out and started working with um working with high schools out here, working with a high school, helping coach, you know, throws and, uh, hopefully football and eventually weightlifting. <laughs> if everything can go back to normal at some point. Um, so I was getting that going. I was helping out, helping out at the CrossFit gym. You know, everything was, it was a lot of moving pieces to, to everything, but I was still finding time to train. I remember, um, I just remember, Oh man. Oh man. I, I forgot about Mamba. Yeah. I just saw a post right here. Just me with a quote from Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Dedication seems dedication sees dreams come true, man. That was, yeah, that happened. That was, that was wild. Rip, rip Kobe. Um, what I hit back in February, like the end of the end of February, I, uh, I did some power cleans. I ended up hurting my knee, um, <laughs> uh, a little bit. I was like, uh, yeah, what did I do? I hurt my knee. I hurt my, my quad. I, I like pulled something in my quad, but, um, took some time off, came back. And then I hit a back in March. So right at the start of the cheese touch pandemic 
right around there, um, hit a 300 kilo back squat double, which is a PR for me. Um, I'd always been trying to do it and didn't, you know, nothing, nothing was ever coming, coming out of it. Um, I kept, I always fucked up the second one, but what was that? That was like the last, oh, okay. So it, March 8th did my 300 back squat double March 11th. I uh, did a snatch complex and actually 130. I did hit 130 on that. You, these are all videos on my on my Instagram that you can find um, if you want to find a little more backstory on it. But yeah, March March 8th, I hit that back squat double uh, PR, and then the next day we went to Fallbrook CrossFit, and then I did a, a 130 kilogram snatch complex. That was actually like the heaviest I had gone since U25 because snatches weren't really working out for me, especially after getting hurt too. And then March 12th, um, I hit 130 again, and that was that was fun for me because again it was going heavy. And that was the last day. That was the last day. March 12th was the last day that I had gone to Coach B's house, um, and trained with any members of my team before before cheese touched. Cheese, cheese touch day. Um. So, yeah, that was basically a recap of the months leading up to, uh, from yeah, basically November. I've literally done nothing from nothing huge besides going to U twenty five and winning, then training and getting a new job and. You know, unfortunately, I had a bunch of stuff going on, and and I just kind of I was getting busy, and I was getting burned out with a lot of stuff, and and this kind of got left behind. So, um, you know, better opportunity than now, right? I put a I uh, I made a video today of my online competition, and talk about that. But I made it with a, on my personal YouTube, so I made a new YouTube channel. Check that out. Um, I'll put a link in the episode description and you can see if you can try to find me. It's Cesar Flores. Wait, if you go on my Instagram, if you go on my Instagram, it's it's in the link. I'm not big enough and not important enough in weight in like weightlifting in YouTube for people to like, oh look, there he is. No. So you might have to search a little bit. But other than that, since since uh the holidays last year, I basically have just been training and working a new job and just trying to get lined up with both of those. So, um, I'm going to take a little break. I have to go restart this camera real quick. Cause this camera, like I said, is trash and then come back, but, uh, it'll be pretty instantaneous for you. And then we'll start talking about, um, start talking about the quarantine and everything that's gone on during the quarantine. Um, but uh I'll be back in a second. Okay. Told you. Told you it was gonna be wild. Okay. So uh March seventeenth. March seventeenth was actually like right after my yeah, the other day after my dad's birthday. <sighs> Just just to give her just to give every a little bit of a preamble to this to the whole quarantine cheese touch thing. Um myself personally I had been I had been on Reddit and looking at it and tracking a bunch of tracking a bunch of data and stuff since um since early early February, early like late January, early February, I had kind of been on top of it. That was also another reason that wasn't really good for my mental status. Cause I had, I had been worried about it going out to Pleasanton and that's when there was like one case, one case in the, uh, in the, uh, in the world and in the, in the United States, um, or a couple, but they had been, and they had just been right there. So I was kind of worried about it right now. We're at, Oh my gosh. Right now we're at 611,156. Oh man. <clears throat> um, 
Oh, I forgot to do this again. 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, so I had, I had kind of been following it, kind of been reading about it, and I was getting progressively worse and worse. I have a really, really bad, uh, what's it, like an obsessive personality. Like I get really enveloped in one subject. So while I was weightlifting and working between jobs and all this stuff and doing all this, I had, I had like, I was up for hours and hours and hours every single day, just reading about all this stuff, reading about it coming uh, at first in China and then moving over and, and just, it was just getting worse and worse. So I had basically, basically forced, you know, forced Bailey and, and my cousin to, not so much my cousin, my, my, my suicide, my suicide cousin, my, my suicide cousin. What's his name? Lil Santi. I can't remember his name. It's been that long. I, I remember my cousin's name. I just can't remember. Oh, my suicide cowboy cousin, bro. He's, he's been, he's been right there with me <laughs> since the beginning. Cause I've been telling him about it and he started believing me and talking to me about it. But, um, him and I, went and got a bunch of like would go and get supplies responsibly a bunch of just a bunch of the stuff that's kind of missing now out of uh out of the uh out of the stores but we would go and we went responsibly we we were going to the store like every two or three days to get groceries for like that day and then doing stuff responsibly and no one was really paying attention to it no one was really looking at it and then um and then shit started going pretty wild and then then they started doing stay-at-home orders in certain states and then it got to California and California kind of cracked down on it and then you know I got furloughed off of my job um Bailey got furloughed off of hers uh which basically means that we're not working at our job because you know both of our jobs require a lot of people to come in and talk to people and really communicate and just be really close. So, <laughs> you know, what am I, you can't really do anything about it. Um, but, uh, it didn't really hit and affect the ice queen Bailey until, uh, until it affected like her school where they had to cancel all classes and go online. So that was pretty wild. And that was, yeah, right around the first or second, like the first, first second week of March. Um, but up until then, you know, I had, I had just been really stressed out, really stressed out, and and kind of ready for whatever was about to pop off. And luckily, nothing popped off like some sort of apocalyptic type stuff, but. It did definitely pop off. Uh, but, you know, you try to find the silver linings and things and you try to find the, the best possible thing that you can do. And for me, you know, I, I keep joking about it. I keep saying it's the same joke that I tell everybody where everyone asks me if I'm okay or how am I doing mentally. And it's like, look, my whole life I've always wanted to be a professional athlete where I can stay home and just train and just eat. <clears throat> and just and just just focus 100% on my athletic craft and and it's it's just, I never wanted it to happen like this this is not what I wanted to happen this is never what I could have imagined I always the cause of me doing a good enough job to where I could finally just stay home but I never expected or wanted anything like this happen. So, um, you know, finding the silver lining in things, it's, you gotta, you gotta do the best you can with what you have. And, you know, luckily for me, I'm, and I'm very blessed to have this, uh, you know, thanks to Bailey and thanks to, you know, PR lifting and thanks to people out there who have helped us. Um, I definitely, we have our setup at home. Like we have our two platform set up, our bar, our weights, enough weights for both her and I to go at the same time. And that's something that we've had for the better part of, you know, two and a half, two and a half years or two years, something like that, you know, and it 
truth be told, I always fucking hated training in my garage alone or training in my garage with Bailey just because it wasn't like a big setting. It wasn't like a, it wasn't a real, you know, you get hyped up when you're around your team and your squad. And then the last couple of times that I've been hurt, I've done nothing but just train at home. So there was some bad energy there and like the weights felt heavier. Everything felt super heavy, but going into this quarantine, I knew that I had to kind of shift my mind and my perspective on it because if I didn't, I would have completely gotten my ass handed to me. But, um, luckily, you know, like I said, luckily we have it and I've done the best that I possibly could with what I have. And thankfully that's, that's a setup that works for me and works for Bailey and, and, you know, I've had, there hasn't really been any sort of deviation in my training and I'm lucky to have that. So, um, I'll kind of go like, I'll kind of go like day by day, uh, what happened, but my whole training thing, like the way that this whole quarantine has gone for me, it has really pertained to how my training has been going. Um, so one of the, one of the first things that I had done, uh, on this training, on the, this training day, or this, basically this, and I label it, it's, it's day one of self-quarantining, you know, we weren't sick or anything, we just, I think this was, like, right before California issued the stay-at-home order, because people kept qu- asking me questions, like, why are you staying at home, and I'm like, no, you know, there's no reason for me to go, there's no reason for anybody else to leave anywhere, so, I'm just gonna do my port, my, my port, <laughs> do my port, stay home. Um, one of the first things I had done was like a, a jerk complex where I did a hate 180 kilo, like jerk dip plus power jerk plus jerk dip plus jerk. I had never power jerked anything over 170. So that was, that was pretty, that was pretty nifty. That was pretty wild. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to do, I'm just going to do the highlights. Um, I'm just going to do the highlights, uh, like the really cool, the really cool highlights we did. Um, that was day one of self quarantine. We did just snatch and clean and jerk going the next couple of days. Uh, day five, day five of self quarantine. And one of the things that I had <laughs> kind of joked about kind of didn't was that, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be here, if I'm going to be at home, and training and pushing myself, I'm going to push myself as hard as, not as hard as I can, but harder than I'd done before, you know, cause I want to, sh- I want to show myself and prove to myself, like how hard can you go when there's nobody else there except you, you know? So <clears throat> I did, I, I, this, and it's, it's the weirdest, most backwards type thing where part of me is like, they, so just just to be this is like the best training cycle and best everything that it's ever like that's that I've ever done. I never trained so well and so diligently and so and made such big gains in what I've done that it's kind of it's really honestly crazy. Um it's absolutely insane to me how well everything is done and it kind of shed a light on once again like when you focus entirely on one thing, um, being completely mindful of one thing and making sure that, cause the only thing I have to do besides, besides training is play call of duty, modern warfare, the new one. And between those and eat, maybe sometimes I forget. Um, but between those two things, like that's, that's all I had to do. And that's all I really had to focus on. And now that this cycle, this, this part of the cycle is over, you know, I'm making a little bit more changes and putting more effort into things that I've neglected. So like I said, this whole training cycle has been pretty insane. And, uh, and just to go like the quote that I had was like, I made the decision that the only thing that will kill me are heavy lifts, not cheese touch. Um, and that was a silly, but also kind of real mentality where I was like, you know, I got to push myself. I got to get better. I'm the only thing at this point that's going to kill me is 
myself <laughs> with with these weights that I drop on myself if that happens. Um, so like day five of self quarantine, I did a 190 kilo jerk double, and that was a PR. That one was that one was crazy, and I actually remember that day where I was I attempted it maybe two or three times. I attempted like two or three times, and I missed it the first two times, like. I like kept making the first jerk and kept missing the second one. And then I remember Bailey sitting there telling me, she's like, I don't like, you're not going to make this. And I was like, fucking watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and she's like, why do you, why do you do this? Why do you do things like, why, why are you letting your ego get in the way? I'm like, it's not ego. It's, Maybe it is, but for me, it's like I know the level which I'm capable of doing, of of competing and and training and and operating and performing, and I have to be able to like, I don't have to be able to hit that. I have to, I like I know what I'm capable of, and I have to I have to do it. Like there's just something in me that makes me have to. Like I said, maybe that's ego. Maybe it's not, but for me, like I know the level which I perform at, and I want to be consistent. You know, consistency, consistency is key. So that was day five. Day six of quarantine. We did a heavy single Sunday. And I actually, um, I hit 135. Uh, hit 135 on Snatch. That was actually the heaviest that I had gone on Snatch since U25. And that was 138. I was 138. That was as heavy as I went at that. I'm the last like snatch that I made, which is 138 at U25, which was back in basically a month before a month and like a half before. Yeah. I had a real rough time with snatch, especially cause that injury. So snatch wasn't working. And I finally hit 135. I hit 190 on clean and jerk. And that was fun. Cause like, again, like, um, I don't know. There was a, a podcast. There was a podcast uh, with Joe Rogan and Pavel, his Russian buddy. Um, um, they were talking about the. Uh, they were talking about the Russian system and um, the the Russian training system and basically progressive overloading. Um, and then my buddy, my buddy Zach Talander, he made a video about it, and they were talking about how basically raising your new minimums. So making sure that your minimums are the it, the the better your minimums are, the higher your minimums are, obviously the higher your maximums will become. So um over the course of this like last training cycle, uh my minimums on my minimums on clean and jerk definitely went up where like my minimum clean and jerk is somewhere between 185 and 190 where I can hit that kind of always. So I hit 190 and then I posted like a 325 total and which was only four kilograms less than what I hit at U25. So, um, like I said, I'm not happy with how I did at, at snatch at U25. I'm definitely better. I'm like, I'm definitely happy with the clean jerk. The, the second one I missed my, I didn't even try my third one. Like I, I went up and I, whiffed it i clarked it on stage it was 195 so what was that that was day that was day six um day seven oh no day eight day eight was <laughs> so day six of self quarantine i hit 135 on snatch and then day eight it was a really hard just really strange thing that happened but he was doing complexes on snatch and then eventually led up to like a heavy single and i don't remember what the complex was but i remember i remember ending on a higher note like i remember hitting 135 i remember hitting like 135 and then i put on 140 and missed it and then hit 143 like right in the middle or hit 145, something in between, like 144 maybe. And then, oh, no, no, I went, oh, yeah, that's right. I went 130, I, meant, I made 130, 
I made 130. I made one. I missed 140. And then I just told Bailey, hey, I'm just going to do it. So I put 150 on. And when I put 150 on, I went and I snatched it and I made it. So I PR'd my snatch and my previous best was 140, 145. And it, I PR'd my snatch 19 months ago. So 19 months ago, back in like 2018, like fall of 2018. And it was, it was, honestly, it was one of the most insane things that had happened because it just came out of nowhere that it really, it really just came out of nowhere. It just happened. And I was really happy. I was really happy that I did it. And I honest, like, honestly, snatch snatching has been like my enemy the last year because of my wrist injury and because of just my technique changing and everything changing. So yeah, 19 months, kind of goes to show where you know if if you love something enough if you love something enough and you're willing to put the work in it doesn't matter how long it takes you just have to know that it's going to get better and that's that's kind of what happened that's definitely what happened and what has happened with this and that was day eight so i hit 150 kilo snatch pr on day eight um and then day nine so the day after, uh, kind of the same thing, um, kind of the same thing where I had a, a complex, we had a complex with clean and jerks and I ended that complex higher than, you know, higher than I thought I could do. I think I ended the complex with like one seven. Yeah. It was like complex and then heavy single after or complex and then singles, but it doesn't specify heavy singles it just kind of says singles and i always take it as a personal challenge to go heavy you know because i want to test myself so maybe not the smartest thing but um i did uh what was it a complex was like a clean pull or like a clean pull plus clean plus jerk something like that and then i ended up hitting like 175 180 on the complex which meant like anything after like on those singles I could have gone higher so I think I went 185 190 195 and my best clean jerk was 191 so I hit 195 on clean and jerk I actually I messed up the jerk on the right side um on my right arm kind of kind of yeah kind of fucked that up but Day eight, I hit a snatch PR. Day nine, hit a clean and jerk PR. And um, <laughs> again, it's this is just all the stuff that was going on during this this quarantine, and it's pretty pretty wilded out. You know, it's pretty it's pretty pretty wild. Um, I have to double check the camera real quick. Again, I will be right back momentarily. Yeah. So <sighs> day eight, one fifty. Day nine, one ninety five. So it was a really cool, really good total, really good total to hit. Um, you know, it wasn't back to back, but uh, it wasn't back to back, but not like a competition day. But you know, the fact that everything is going up is is definitely better. I've also worked a lot on my <coughs> on my technique, so that's definitely been helping out on my strength, on my like in my back and my lower back. So. Um, another thing that's been programmed a lot in this cycle was jerks. So definitely been doing a lot of jerks. So going up, like fast forwarding to like day 12, day 12 was a pretty weird day. Um, it was just like, you're just supposed to find a heavy single and you're behind the neck jerk. And I hit 190 on, on behind the neck jerk. And then I didn't really like the way that my arms were positioning themselves. Like it kept feeling like I was going way too, it was way too shallow. Like my, my shoulders and my arms were lined up too much with my head. So I felt like it was just too, too far in front. Um, so I worked on it in a, I worked on it. Oh, there's a timer. Set it again. I worked on it, uh, worked on up to 190 on behind the neck and then, 
didn't like the arm positioning. Worked back. I uh, worked down on the uh, on a on a front rack jerk. I worked from. I worked down back up, and then I ended up hitting two hundred on the uh, on a front rack jerk. So one ninety, and then right back after within a span of like the same hour up to 200 so that was that was that was pretty crazy that was pretty crazy that was that day kind of got swallowed up by just jerks but i came back for a second session and finished everything else um (coughs) where was that going that was that that was day 12 was day 12 and then (coughs) on day 16 on day 16, uh, came back with another snatch PR. So I hit 152. And that one was cool because that one uh, Sage got to see. So you got to see that on, on uh, we were all doing a Zoom conference. So all of us together got to see it. Um, all of us got to see it. So that was, that was pretty fun. Uh, so 152 on day 16. This one, this one was pretty funny. It was a really challenging complex where it was like a clean deadlift plus, what was that? Clean deadlift plus clean. Yeah, clean plus, I think two jerks. Yeah, it was two jerks. And I did it with 180 and then I almost hit, almost fucking broke my garage. Um, day that was what day was that that was day 18 then day 19 i came back and hit a low hang snatch pr 143 um day 20 day 20 there was a uh there was a another heavy single day this was actually opener day so i was wearing singlets and stuff um, I hit 320 on a total, so I hit like 140 snatch, 180 clean and jerk, and that was last weekend. <laughs> that was last weekend, and then, honest to God, this whole last like week, just absolutely, just absolutely thrashed, just absolutely, obviously, just tired because I've been pushing myself so hard. Um, but the intention was to come back and do the online. The American Open series, like online qualifier, <laughs> just because it's a fun way to test yourself, and you know, because especially because nationals was, was postponed, it was something that uh, something that Bailey and I wanted to do just to see where we were. Um. So yesterday on day twenty seven of the quarantine. I think the last, the last real heavy day that I went was day 20. So a full week after, um, this last Sunday to the, yesterday was Monday. So Sunday, the, Oh, Easter Sunday, April 12th. Yeah. That was, that was funny too. That was cool. Um, we had a competition. We did our, the online qualifier. You had to record it, do all the stuff. Uh, it was, that was really interesting running that, but, um, I went 147 on snatch. I hit my opener. I missed my last two at 153 and then 155. And then I did 156 afterwards just to, you know, just for a little, <laughs> uh, just to see where I was at. And I almost made it. I slipped. My foot slipped. And I swear to God, I would have made it. Um, but clean and jerk was where it was kind of at. And uh, I hit, I opened with 190, which is the highest I've ever opened. Hit 194. And then uh, hit a clean and jerk PR at 198, which is 436 pounds. So two kilos under 200, and um, you know, two 200 is 200 is the big one. 200 is the big. Uh, 200 is definitely the big one. Um, so when that happens, they have the online super championship coming up, kind of to replace nationals, right in the middle to um, for whoever's peaking there. Um, that would sure that would sure be a fun place to do it at. That'd be that'd be really interesting if I can go, you know, one fifty five, one sixty, two hundred plus something. Uh 
but that's basically been my training and highlights of my training throughout the last month. Yeah, pretty much throughout the last month because I've had uh, nothing else to do except train and play video games. But um, that's kind of that's definitely one of the problems that I faced while doing all this. Not not training, not trading. I've definitely opened it up and, and made some leaps and bounds with training that I never thought that I would have before it was just crazy how everything just started progressing but i think it's more or less the fact that i've spent a lot of my extra time doing the kind of nonsensical things like playing call of duty i mean it sure as fuck has been fun i've been playing with my homies and i've been playing with like my buddy jacob out in arkansas like like i'm playing with my, my the only reason i got call of duty in the first way is because my best friend austin actually gave it to me right when the lockdown went down they went he went like him and his girlfriend katie went out of their way to get me the game or get me xbox live and the game and bring it to me and they're like hey like we'll all play together and it's been it's been fun like we've been doing that i've spent a couple of nights just playing all night so but i think you know i think um i would like to more or less because of the fact that I don't know how long the cheese touch virus is going to take place. I'd rather spend more of my time doing more valuable things and getting back in the swing of things or getting back to, to the things that I love doing and like really am passionate about, like, like this podcast and like doing a lot of, you know, like recording and, and editing my training and doing all that kind of stuff. So I definitely want to definitely want to pick that up. Um wanna get back in back in touch with you guys and get back in touch and now is a lot of now I have a lot of open time to learn and read and, and kinda of get psyched back up into uh into what it was that I was wanting to get accomplished before. Um I know at least for at least the next the next two or so weeks, I don't have any work until May 1st. That was what the email said. Um, but who knows? So, you know, I would love to be, I would love to be part of, uh, part of something that kept, that kept everybody sane and, uh, and kept everybody inspired. Um, yeah, but besides training, besides training, uh, I've, I've had some really crazy kind of reflective moments throughout this, throughout this whole quarantine thing where, where, you know, I've, I haven't, I've been scared, definitely have been scared and definitely have been worried, <clears throat> but it's definitely, it's definitely much better and it's definitely much better when, when you talk to somebody about it and, and you, and you can kind of convey that message to, to whoever it is that you want to talk to. Um, I've definitely, I've definitely gone through my phase of, you know, is this, is everything going to be okay? And is everything not Bailey keeps, Bailey keeps telling me, she's like, are you happy that you're, that you were right? Cause I was, I was getting really paranoid about it. I'm like, no, I'm not happy that I was right that everything happened. This is the last thing I wanted. But um, it's really interesting to see people's ingenuity and and how people tend to come together when it comes down to when it comes down to you know making sure everyone's safe and secure and the things that you know people are doing out there like helping each other out uh especially with um my uh like i have a bunch of people on my team i have like i have two or three people on my team who actually work in hospitals and uh i know one of them i know one of them for sure is on the front lines and actually helping people um uh the other one she she she's a she's a she's she works in the in the ER so i know that she's probably facing her she's probably facing uh 
a lot of people coming in that are either sick or hurt anyway. Um, and then my buddy Kyle, he, uh, he's, he's, he's there too. He, he's out there, he's out there working at, at his hospital. He's, he's out there grinding too. Um, personally, like my, my, my aunt, she, uh, she actually got the virus. She got the cheese touch and gave it to her boyfriend because she, she works at the, uh, she works at a hospital as well. Um, she's a nurse and she got it. She contracted it and they've been doing, you know, they were doing their testing. She self quarantined. She did all that stuff. And she finally is back at work. Um, and you know, I'm not getting into the, the backside of it or the politics side of it, but everyone's just gotta be, everyone's just gotta be safe and respectful and vigilant and, and just make sure that you're taking care of everyone else. You know, because when everyone's when everyone's taking care of themselves, when everyone's taking care of themselves, it leaves very little for people who can't. You know, there was one thing that happened. There was definitely one thing that happened throughout this time that really, really affected me personally. It made me incredibly sad. Um, it was right at the beginning of all of everything of all the, you know toilet paper get in and the fucking everyone was just going out there and just snatching all the toilet paper and paper towels and shit. But, um, but there's a target around my house that, uh, that we, that we would go, that we go to consistently. We still go to now. Now we have to wear masks, but I think it was right when, right when everything, right when the peak of every, I think like the peak of everyone's fear was going and it was kind of really hectic at the store and it was just pretty wild. But, um, on our way into the store, Bailey and I had, I think we were going to get a couple things, a couple random things too. Like just, just things to keep the house in order. Just a couple things of food and, uh, <laughs> like some, uh, I think it was like some candy or something. It was just stuff that because of the fact that we had already been, on the more prepared side that we didn't have to sit and rush and go and do anything else. Um, and go and like grab and hoard shit like a bunch of dicks. Uh, <laughs> we were walking inside and, and I had seen her and I both saw them. They were really, really old elderly couple. Um, I think he had a, he had, he had a cane and she had a walking stick they were like in their late seventies, maybe like late seventies, maybe even early eighties. Cause the way that they were moving was just not good. And, um, earlier that day we had gone grocery shopping for, for the week. Like we had gone there and they had actually, they actually, Winco does a good thing where they, um, where they were actually rationing things out for people, only letting a certain amount of people come in the store. It was just all that kind of stuff. So it was all kind of set up, and that's what we had known. I knew that we were going to go into that. So when we go into Target, and they weren't doing anything like that, and everything's just gone everywhere, watching these people come in the store, knowing that they have to get some food or some supplies, just broke my heart. It was at like one of the worst things that I'd ever seen one of the things that I'd heard earlier in my life was like the way that you see a society is the way that people treat animals and old people, you know, and we tend to be really, we tend to be really good towards animals. Sometimes old people do get the shit in the stick, especially in something like this. Cause the, you know, they don't move fast enough. They're not taken care of. And you know, it's kind of up to us. And that's that's kind of why a lot of the social distancing stuff was put into place anyway to make sure that those people who are old and you know immunocompromised were out of harm's way. But watching them walk in there so slowly, and then watching them walk into the store and look at everyone just kind of running around and pacing and looking just hella scared. Um, I just kept looking back and I'm like, man, what is going to happen with them? Like, what do they need? And I just felt so bad and and. I think I started crying because I was like, man, they are not going to get anything. So I ended up walking around and going up to him and, and talking to him. I was like, sir, um, I, I, I don't know. Like, uh, hopefully this helps you out. But I know at Winco, I know for sure that they're rationing the amount of people that are going in the store, rationing the amount of food that people get, making sure people are getting food. And hopefully 
you know, hopefully they, you know, hopefully you can make it out there and, and get some stuff because that's the only, yeah, you're not going to find anything here. And he just looks at me. He's like, all I, all I want is some soup. All I want is some soup to eat. And I'm like, oh, dude, like it broke my heart. I felt so bad, but he's like, thank you so much. Like, yeah, we're probably going to have to go there. And man, that was, that was one of those things that, you know, it, it only ever really happens when something like this happens. You know, you don't really see how, I don't know, I just, I don't think you just don't, you don't really pay attention to how much people actually need or need help or until, you know, someone can't defend themselves or someone literally can't move fast enough to even grab something to eat. Um, I don't know. That was, that was definitely something that, that kind of moved me and I've been, very cautious and careful like going out when we go to the grocery store to make sure that we're only getting enough for what we need at the moment you know for the week and then having having to avoid to have to go back to the store at all doing our part staying home not really doing anything overtly crazy um what is that three minutes three minutes until i have to check the camera again okay <sighs> The other thing about all this is something that something that should like crossed my mind was honest to God thinking about how little I actually need in my life to be content and be happy and be comfortable. Like I don't know about you, mainly because of the fact that everything's closed, but I haven't spent insane amounts of money on you know, on like going out to eat, going to the movies, doing stuff for entertainment. Instead, I've been back home, you know, reading and writing and playing video games and working out and doing all this stuff where it's like, why do we do, why do I do that in the first place? Why does all this money get left, you know, get thrown away in the first place? Just thinking about everything that I do that's extra. And why do I do that? Why do I do that? And, and what is it? what is it for? What does it make me feel? And, and honestly, honestly, I don't think I've ever felt so, I don't know, so fulfilled in what I'm doing because everything that I do throughout the day, I don't know. Majority of majority of what it is that I do is like the thing that I really love to do, which is weightlifting, but like the reading and the spending time with, you know, Bailey or my cousin, because my cousin lives with us now, you know, right? Yeah, he lived moved with us last, yeah, last year. So he's been here, you know, and spending quality time and talking and just working things out because that's something that is fucking nuts. Sometimes there's people in your household. Let me, you know what? I'm going to, let me, I'm going to, I'll be right back. I'm going to adjust the camera and come back. Cause this is, this was a cool fire point. Fire facts. Sometimes, sometimes most of the time my dad will get on my fucking nerves <clears throat> because you know, he just gets on my nerves. Um, you know, he's, he's a great guy and I love him, but sometimes he just bugs the shit out of me. And normally, <laughs> normally, there's, you know, normally to avoid it and to not have to deal with, you know, his bad attitude or, you know, him being pissed off at me or everything and just taking it out on me. You know, usually I go and I train or I go to work and I do all that stuff. But in this situation, I can't. I can't leave anywhere. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> so it's kind of forced me to have to either sit and talk to him and learn how to be more patient and learn how to argue better and get through to him in a different way or just kind of pay attention to like bro what am i fucking arguing about why am i just why 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 am i arguing like there's no point in arguing it's kind of dumb there's there's no point in arguing with him there's no point in arguing this is dumb like there's so many things and this is something that hit me right in the beginning because there was a lot of people who were thinking more about superficial things like um 
I don't know, just the way that everyone has kind of been behaving when it comes down to business and the stock market and the economy and, and all this stuff. And it's like, look, I get how important all of that is. I get, I get how everything works. I get how, you know, we, we need that stuff. Oh shit. The camera turned off. Why did it turn off? All right. <clears throat> the camera ran out of space on the, uh, on the fucking, memory card um basically what i was saying was how here come back come back basically what i was saying was at the beginning of this <clears throat> a lot of people were me personally thinking oh me personally i was thinking that they were focused on the wrong thing <clears throat> there's a lot more important things to to focus on like like i do i do understand how important business is i do important i understand how important the economy is and how the economy affects job all that okay but get out get out this fucking guy get out I also understand that there are more important things to think about. Like, personally, for me, if, you know, if I just think a lot of the stuff that we find important in the beginning is, in the beginning of all this was really superficial. Um, But, you know, can you imagine all the people whose family members have, you know, have died. You know, my dad was really upset about the way that things were painting out in the stock market. And, uh, and in my head, I was like, dude, that's really not important right now. You know, what's really important is that we stay healthy. And like, you could honest, like honest to God, you can either lose or get all this money and go out and get sick and then you die and then what does it matter you know um but that was just one thing it was like finding the things that were actually really important and sticking to those um i don't know i just think that it's really important to to have those core values like those really core values those those really important core values that you should have as a person uh i think <clears throat> you really have to dig deep into those, especially in times of crisis and times of, in times of emergency, something like that. Um, I was, that was my cousin, by the way, he came in and grabbed his glasses and his music notebook. We were talking for like an hour. That's impressive. Um, Yeah, that was that was that was good. I think for my first one back, I want to keep it relatively short. Uh, I have a lot of studying, a lot of studying to do, and a lot of uh, getting back in the swing of things. You know what? I'm not gonna put a timestamp. I'm not gonna put a timestamp on on how many are gonna come out because I'm gonna work. <laughs> fucking fucking guy. Uh, I will try to put one out. As often as I can, whether whatever that means, whether it's today, tomorrow, the day after, every day for the remaining remainder of the of the uh, whatever we're in the cheese touch crisis. Um, <clears throat> but it was fun. I, I miss I miss doing this, and I have no reason not to do it now. Um, but that being said, uh, that being said. You know, whoever's still listening out there, whenever you get this update and you're like, oh my God, um, you know, thanks for still being here. Thanks for still, for still hanging in here with me. Look at my kitty. Do you see my kitty? Um, thanks for still hanging out with me. 
I'm going to, I'm going to definitely do more with when it comes to, uh, to YouTube, it's like putting more of these on YouTube and then, um, uploading more, you know, my, uh, yeah, my Instagram, my Twitter, thousand ways podcast. You can reach out to me, whichever way you want. Um, yeah. Uh, things are moving, things are going ahead and we'll definitely find a way to, uh, to, to expand my, my services as it, as it comes out to you, uh, as I get them and hopefully it can get out there a little bit more. Uh, my website, <clears throat> my website is up to thousand ways podcast. Uh, thanks. Thanks for, thanks for still being here. And, uh, thanks for still being here and, uh, appreciate every single one of you. And, um, just try to make it, try to make it big, try to make it big and, and be easy. Remember, remember, you're getting all this love from your 109 plus daddy. <laughs> um, hear that? That's that's my kitty's tummy. Oh, he likes it. Okay. Um. All right, everybody. Uh, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later this week, and uh, and just be easy. All right. Bye bye.